welcome to Go For It. I am your host, Paul Gant. And in this episode, we're going to be joined by the newest member of the Chicago Bulls, Justin Holiday. Let's bring him in now. Justin, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thanks for joining, Justin. Justin, you had some success in New York. Jeff Hornacek spoke very well of you. But you decided to return to Chicago. Why? I mean, obviously, you know, through free agency and seeing the places I went that wanted I wanted to go and places that were interested. Um, I mean, I just remember my time in Chicago. You know, for those it's, it's crazy to talk about because it wasn't long, probably two or three months. And uh, you know, I enjoyed myself there. I loved how you know I was treated. Uh, they treated me like family, and it just it's just a place that I enjoyed being in as far as the city was and as far as playing. And uh, you know, it was a high. It was a place that I had, I had a lot of interest. It was one of the top of my list, so you know, when I had the opportunity, I had to take it. Did you want to return to New York? Yeah, returning to New York was uh, uh, was an option for me for sure. It wasn't like I didn't want to. If anybody thinks that, but uh, you know, I, I, I mean, returning to New York was an option. I was interested in doing that as well. Uh, just the situation I had over here going to Chicago was, was something that I felt like I, I wanted to do in a place I wanted to be, you know, go back to. So that's why I decided to go. Did the Knicks give you an offer? Not officially, no. Okay. But, I mean, I was speaking to them, and obviously my agents were, and, you know, they, they planned to. So it wasn't that you were planning on doing anything with me. I, I don't, I'm not trying to have them thinking that, you know, nothing went down, but uh, there was not an offer, though. So let me ask you this. Your brother Drew got $126 million. You got nine. Mm-hmm. That's $135 million. All going to the holidays. How'd you guys celebrate? It's a lot of money, man. First of all, so, <laughs> Drew, one hundred twenty-four million. That's Drew's way. That's the holidays. So, I mean, that's the way we see it. You know, it. it, it but it is a good, good time, a good free agency for us, and you know, both of us, you know, continue on in our in our uh, careers, and you know, hopefully, continue to moving up. But you know, especially for Drew, I was excited for him, man. I mean, getting the money he's he's worth. I mean, I tell you the truth, I think he's worth more, but. That's a lot of money on the table, so you can't really be mad about that. But uh, we're just blessed, you know, excited. And, you know, the thing is, after the free agency and after we got paid, the celebration was getting in the gym and working out, getting prepared for the season and, you know, proving ourselves. So that's just our mentality and where we're at right now. But we're most definitely thankful and blessed to be in our position. Let me ask you this. All this money with you guys, obviously Drew got his money. You got some money as well. What do your family parties look like? They got to be crazy. The thing is, we haven't had many family parties like that, actually. Like, we see our family from time to time because we both live in different places. Him having a kid now makes it tough uh, for that. But we don't have the parties that you guys are thinking of. I mean, our parties are very fun uh, when we do give our family. But it's just like just normal stuff. We hang out, listen to music, watch TV, whatever the case may be. But we're not going out there just throwing money around trying to have the, the you know, the craziest party ever. It's not, it, it's not that way. For sure. We're talking to Bulls forward Justin Holiday. So was there any thought of you and Drew possibly coming together again, playing together again? I know you guys did in Philly briefly, but, but were you looking to possibly play with Drew again? Yeah, for sure. We were. I mean, we were looking to see the options and, and look at everything, but we both understood that, you know, even though we wanted to play together, we had to make sure we were both in places we wanted to be, and we had to still go into free agency individually, if that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. Most definitely makes a lot of sense. So let me ask you this. 
you had a lot of success in New York. You know, obviously the team didn't play that well, but you played fairly well. It seemed very dysfunctional in New York, whether it was Phil Jackson, the situation with Melo. But was it as bad as it looked? Tell you the truth, playing there, it it didn't it, – it wasn't as – I mean, the only bad thing was we were losing. I mean, that was our main focus in the – and I guess the main problem that we felt as players uh, in that situation. But, again, New York is New York and the media – you know, it is known for the media and how, how things go there. So media makes it look like it's it's crazy. I mean, at the same time, yes, things weren't 100% great. You know, people had things to say both ways, and, you know, that, that is what it is. But there as a team, I mean, we're all like brothers in that locker room. If you came in the locker room, you would have never known, you know, the whirlwind that was outside of the team. Uh, you would have never saw that or even felt that, especially with Melo. Melo came to work every day, regardless of what was going on in the media with him in it. I mean, he didn't he didn't bring that uh, that ne- that negativity that that can come from it, or even you know being praised from it. He didn't bring it in the locker room. It was just him being him. We're all in this together. We're going to try to do the win games, and that's how it was for us. I know you're not in New York anymore, but with Carmelo Anthony, do you feel like he'll be a Nick when the season starts, or do you think he'll be moved at some point? I've been I've actually been thinking about that, and I do not know. Uh, that that okay. and I've. And I'm mentioning that seriously. I do not know. Because, uh, again, that's one, that's something he didn't speak about at all. But, two, I mean, just thinking about it myself and, like, what, what would Melo do? It's like, I, I'm just not sure. I mean, you got to look at, you know, everything of, you know, how the media is towards him and how they treat him. I mean, obviously, that's not good. But New York is like, it's like home to that, that dude. You know, he has so many things going on there. So it's like, it's hard to see and figure out which, which way he would go. So let me ask you this. Now you're back in Chicago with the trade of Jimmy Butler. Obviously, Rondo has moved on as well. The Bulls are a team that's kind of in transition. What role do you expect to have with the Bulls next season? I mean, to be honest with you, we have a lot of young guys there. I mean, obviously, right. we have the, – the funny thing is, I'm the third oldest person, which is the first time that's happened to me in my career. But I think I'll be able to come in and help the young guys. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much of my story you do know, but – I pretty much experience almost everything you can as a professional basketball player. And there's not really much a, a young guy will go through that I haven't gone through. So at least I'll be able to kind of lead them in that area on, you know, how to get through things, how I felt during times, and pretty much how to keep your mentality a certain way to, to prepare ourselves and give yourself the best chance to be successful. Uh, obviously, playing-wise, I plan on, you know, playing and helping out and doing everything I can to help win games. But, uh, you know, our main focus is to get better every day. And having all these young guys that are talented, the better we can get them going into the season mentally and, and knowing what they expect from themselves and believing in themselves, having confidence and just everything around that goes with basketball, I think I'll be able to help 100% because I've been through it. We're talking to the Bulls, Justin Holiday. Do you feel like you guys could possibly sneak in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference? It's a little weak out east. Is it possible that the Bulls, if a few things go right, could possibly sneak into the playoffs? Well, this this is my question. It's like, if I'm playing the basketball game, am I playing just the player or am I playing to win? So, of course, I believe that we can do anything we want to do. I believe we can get to the playoffs. Regardless of what everybody thinks on the outside, the first thing is believing you can do something. I mean, if you ask... People before I got in the NBA, if they thought I was going to get into the NBA, they would probably say no, but I believe I could and I am here. So I do think that's possible. You know, it might seem like it's a long shot to everyone else, but 
again, just because we're young and, you know, got, people might not know what our players, our young players can do, that's just you not knowing. You know, I think we still have a chance, and I think we're going to do the best chance, we, best thing we can to put this team together, get us playing as a team, being strong mentally, and getting that going early and, you know, see what happens. Now, you talked about your story, your journey, and, and you've been to a lot of places in order to get to this particular point. Were there times during your journey where you were like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, I, I give up, so on and so forth? I've never wanted to give up, ever. There were hard times when I was, to tell you the truth, the first time I went overseas, I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know if I can come over and play overseas because I, I got overseas, I had no cell phone and no internet, and it was just me by myself. So that was tough to get, get through. But I had to sit there and tell myself, I was like, so do you want to get to the next level? Do you want to play this game or do you want to go home and have a 9 to 5? And no doubt in my mind, I was like, I want to play this game. And I wanted to give myself the best chance at trying to become an NBA player regardless of where I was at that time. So I never – giving up is never an option for me no matter how hard, how hard something gets. And you can call it stubborn or whatever you want to call it, but giving up is something I'm just not good at doing or able to do. And that's a good thing. That's most definitely a good thing. So let me ask you this. Ultimately, you won an NBA title with the Golden State Warriors. What was it like, man? What's it like to win an NBA title? Man, I mean, for me, it was unreal. I mean, I'm sure it was unreal for everybody, but that was my first full NBA season, and I won a championship. Like, first of all, just it took a while for it to settle in. You know, like you win a championship, you're, then you go into the parade, like everything's going on. It's like, we really just won a championship. A year ago, I was overseas playing in Hungary. Like, so I just, I just felt blessed. Like that's the only thing I can call it was just blessed because like that's, you you couldn't even imagine, you know I would I wouldn't have thought I was gonna win a championship my first year in the, in the NBA, and then be able to do it with the guys that we did it with and the team that we had playing in that environment and being in that environment every day did nothing but help me to become the person I am today. It added something else to the to one added something else to the fire as far as motivation went. But it added to my, my game and my character and seeing what it took to, again, be, become an NBA, championship, NBA champion, sorry, which I think makes me valuable because I've been there and I've seen it. Regardless if I didn't play as much as everyone else did, I prepared every day you know, to win the championship. So to go through that, it was uh, just a, a blessing and obviously it's something I want to feel again. It's, it's an unreal feeling and hard to really describe with words. Is there one thing that you took away from that experience? Just one thing? One thing that I took away from that, that experience that pretty much that God has a plan for me and God is most definitely taking care of me. Okay. That's, the, right. that's, that's the main thing I can, you know, and when I think about it, because God shows him, has shown himself throughout my whole career from me trying to get to the NBA, trying and trying, getting cut, trying and trying, and then getting the opportunity, making a team and going to the championship is like, there's no other way I can explain it, but God, you know, God's plan pretty much coming into play. Did you question God's plan at times? Qu uh, question his plan. I won't say I questioned it, but there were times when I wanted it to go my way. <laughs> okay. I yeah. never questioned it because I do know that, you know, his plan is ultimately the, you know, the best thing for me. But there were times I was like, why can't I just make this team this time? You know, why? Why couldn't I get drafted? You know, those, those kind of situations come up. It's like, but it, it's the plan that you have for me. So it's like, well, you know, it was like, I'm, I'm thinking about cut day. 
I'm going like, okay, cool. This is my day. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm not gonna get cut. Everything's gonna be cool. But if I get cut, it's like I really wanted to be on that team. And as much as I wanted to be on that team, I knew that his will and his plan was more important than me, my want on that team. And I had to be able to turn my mind into thinking about that when I go into things. Like, make sure you pray and you really truly want God's will to happen for you. When you want that more than the things you desire, you know that's when He blesses you, and that's when you know everything unfolds for you. So that's something I had to learn also during my my career to that point, even you know winning the championship. Because again, like I said, I was blessed to win a championship. Who would have thought I would have won a championship? Yes, I could have maybe made a team, you know, a, a few years back. But if that would have happened, would I have been on this Warriors team to win a championship? Probably not. So right. everything, you know, again worked out the way it was supposed to, and you know it's continuing to. Going back to that Warriors team for a moment that won the title, Steph Curry. I mean, obviously, he's a big-time shooter, and he can shoot the ball like no other. Is he the greatest shooter that you've ever seen? Um, I mean, I guess I would say that I've seen personally, yeah. Okay. To tell you the truth, I would have to say yeah, period, because it's not like he's just catching and shooting the ball. <laughs> he's dribbling yeah. – a step past half court, and, you know, his percentages are pretty good doing it. So I'll have to say yes. Definitely. I mean, it, it's crazy how he shoots the ball like that off the dribble from that far away. It's too, easy, it's too easy. The thing is, he works on it. That, that's, that's the thing. Like, when I was there with the words, him and Clay worked every day after practice. Every day. Got his shots up every day. Yeah, they're superstars and all that stuff, but they were there working every day. That's how you become – that type of that's how you give yourself a chance to you become the greatest shooter in the in the you know the history of the NBA. So he put the work in for it, man. So I, I can't take anything from him as far as that goes. The boy can shoot the ball, and it's you know effortless for him. So let me ask you this, and and we talked about this earlier, but you know the possibilities of you and Drew possibly playing together in the NBA. You did it briefly in Philadelphia. How was that experience? Thing is that that experience was, it was, it was obviously great, you know, for me, but it was a weird, it was I don't want to say weird, I don't know the word to use, but I guess I'll try to explain. So obviously I was in the D League that year and got called up in April, which is towards the end of the season. I was playing thirty eight of almost thirty five to thirty eight, um, forty minutes some games, pretty much all season. So, obviously, I was excited to get called up and play on that team and obviously give everything I had. But it was, you know, when you get towards the end of the season, how hard it is to play. So, I was hyped right. to play with my brother, but I was so exhausted from everything I was doing all year in the D League and then trying to come up here and impress, impress you know, the, the NBA team to stay with them, things like that. So, it was a – I was, again, excited to play with my brother. Like, in the NBA, that was our dream for us to play together, you know, and do well. We obviously – that team didn't make the playoffs, but – and it was towards the end of the season, so he wasn't playing much either. So I got to play with him from time to time, but it was great for us to both be on the team, you know, go to practice. You know, you can see your brother every day. You can leave practice together, work out together. All that was just, you know, unbelievable and gain a blessing. But I was so exhausted during that time that, you know, it was, some, it was hard for me at times to kind of enjoy it then. For sure. We're talking to the Bulls, Justin Holiday. Let me ask you this. Your, your sister-in-law, Lauren, Drew's wife, she had the brain surgery last year. Drew missed some time because of it. How's she doing at this point? Oh, she's doing well. Yeah, I mean, she's already back working out like before. 
she even had the baby and all that stuff happened. So she's doing well. She's continuing to heal. And again, God is good for, you know, taking care of her and the baby's healthy as well, which is a blessing. How stressful was that for, for you, your family, everybody involved? I mean, it was very stressful. But I think the person who was stressful for most other than, you know, Lauren going through it was Drew. Right. And, I, you know, I would sit and think about, like, you know, like I think the situation is so tough, but, like, how does Drew feel? And I think he did a great job during that time, uh, you know, being positive in the word. Uh, and, again, it, it's not an easy situation to be in to think of you know, your wife in that situation, or even if it's Lauren. So past that, think about how Lauren felt at that time. Uh, it was stressful for our family, but, you know, a lot of people prayed, you know, for them, for us, and we were praying as well. And, again, we're glad everything, you know, is working out and going in the right direction now. But look at your family. Drew plays for New Orleans Pelicans. Your brother Aaron plays for UCLA. Your sister Lawrence, she plays for UCLA. Obviously, you play for the Chicago Bulls. What is it about this holiday blood that is able to produce, uh, you know, these type of athletes? I mean, first of all, I guess, I mean, my parents' faith in the Lord, first and foremost. Because to think about that, like, that's nothing but a blessing. And then also, I guess, how we were raised. My parents both played the game. And when we were younger, my my dad was and still is actually a very good basketball player. But uh, he didn't continue to pursue his, you know, goal in being in the NBA or playing professionally. So he promised himself that if we wanted to play, that he will do everything he could, you know, for us to be able to get here. And as you can see, (laughs) he did a very good job with it. You know, instilled hard work, uh, you know, character. And just wanted to compete and become better. And to have that atmosphere growing up is, you know, what helped us to be where we are today. Everything we did was a competition. You know, it was healthy and positive competition, but it was competition nonetheless. And we worked hard every day. We enjoyed playing the game and we loved the game. And, again, I guess it was just what God had for us. And we we are all, you know, doing pretty well in, in basketball. For sure, for sure. Let me ask you this. I always like to ask guys, because faith is very important to them. You know, mm-hmm. an NBA lifestyle is a tough lifestyle in terms of trying to be the man that you want to be, the man that God wants you to be. Yeah. How do yeah. you keep yourself away from all the temptations that's out there? Because there's a lot, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you get to look at, I guess you can sit and ask yourself, what's most important to you in life? And things like that are, at the end of the day, the way I think about it, are temporary. And that temporary thing can mess up something that's, you know, permanent or supposed to be permanent. You know, supposed to be something that's that's there for you all the time. So I just pretty much, the thing is, I've never struggled with certain temptations, I guess I can say. And that's just how I've always been. I mean, I, I guess it could be growing up in a church and, you know, knowing right from wrong and what things you should or shouldn't do. But I've never, I can't say never, but it hasn't been something I've struggled with as much as some other people do. There's some things I do struggle with that other people don't. But as far as temptation, especially from you can get from the NBA, is just something I don't struggle with. Uh, I am beyond happy and blessed with what I have. Uh, again, and I just don't put myself in certain situations. I take my job seriously too, which I'm not saying other dudes that do that don't, but if I'm not here at the job, I'm making sure I'm doing everything I can when I'm at home to make sure that I'm ready to come back and do this job the best I can the next day. And at the end of the day, 
my situation with my family at home is more important than this job is. More important than basketball is. So it's good to have, you know, to be known playing basketball and stuff, but that's not the reason why I play the game. You know, I play the game obviously because I love the game. And at the end of the day, God has me playing this game for me to eventually be able to tell my story and help people in being who they want to be, uh, giving them confidence and kind of being somebody that can motivate them to you know, do anything they want to do because I didn't have the easiest situation getting here. So there's certain things in my priorities, I guess, are lined up differently than other people's are, which, if you know, aren't the same as mine. The priorities aren't the same as mine. doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean they're bad people. doesn't mean they're doing right or wrong. It's just how I prefer to live my life, and it's just how it's always been for me. And Again, I'm, thank- I'm thankful for that because, you know, the temptations can – sometimes mess up your play, mess up what happens at your house or whatever the case may be. So I just always try to make sure I focus on what's important to me in life, and I go with that. Who's the best holiday? Just in general as a basketball player. As a basketball player. <laughs> um, that's tough because we all bring different things to the table. Now, we sit here and play one-on-one. Obviously, I'm going to tell you I'm going to win. But I think <laughs> – I think Aaron, especially when he was younger, to a younger age, he was better than I was. Okay. I think Aaron Aaron has the potential to be the best holiday, but with that said, again, it don't matter what age is or where it gets down to, when you come in one-on-one, it's not, you know, I think I'm winning. So it's hard to say that because I'm very competitive, but I do know how good, you know, my brothers are as well. I want to make sure they get their props. But I guess I have to go with probably Aaron. thing is my sister actually – could be up there too. And my sister, okay. a lot of people don't know how my sister played because they never saw her. But my sister, her first, I remember her first college game, she got a double double and only played like 10 minutes or something like that. Wow. But that's that's a story for another time to talk about how, how good my sister was. <laughs> so, end of the day, like we said, you're, go- you're off to the Bulls. What do you expect? What kind of impact do you expect to have next season in Chicago? I mean, that's have a big impact. Um, I play this game, you know, the, I play this game with everything I have. I give everything I have into it. Uh, anything I'm asked to do, I'll go out there and do it. I bring a lot of energy. So I just plan to, you know, do well. I don't like to just be on the court just to be out there, you know. <laughs> I like to kill you on both ends of the floor, and, and that's, that's what my plan is. Sounds good. So, fans, make sure you hit this man up on Twitter, Just Holla 7 That's Just Holla 7 to support all the great things going on with Justin Holiday. Justin, absolute pleasure talking to you, man. Wish you nothing oh, yeah. but the best of luck moving forward. Would love to do it again. Yeah, thank you, for sure. Take care. Yeah, you have a good one. Appreciate you having me you on. too. No problem. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy that money. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> I will. Thank you.